Good morning. Today is January 18th. We're just two more days away from President-elect Biden and Vice President-elect Kamala Harris will be seated and America is getting ready to transition to what? So many people fear that, right? What is public education when the people who look like you are not receiving an opportunity to benefit. Uh-oh, what am I talking about? Opportunity to benefit. Who even sees themselves as entitled to participate in the public moment that should create your opportunity to expand your life? And then the reality is, is that you're just there. Here in Clark County, they act as if the services that are provided in the Harbor program is some type of scholarship program when the reality of all of it is that they're not providing any services to these children that I can see. Social emotional development is not a skill maintenance. It's not a skill building task. And just because people are working with your children to redirect their behavior or to give them another scope, if they're not teaching them to be successful and to be accomplished individuals, then they're not teaching at all. I can say, you know, I'm looking at the maintenance of effort and the lack of outcomes that's happening in all around America for African-American children, understanding that at one time marijuana was illegal and so many black people got caught up in the penitentiary system for uh, selling drugs or transporting drugs. I mean, like it was on the schedule where it was like a real crime. Marijuana is a natural product that they have now made legal. And so all those people that are serving time, what kind of compensation do they get? Because you're now making money on the very cash crop that people with no education felt that they could have survival skills. Isn't that amazing? We're not living in the barter system anymore. I mean, because actually it is a product that is grown and it is merchandise, truly. But when they made the illegal piece of it, because it's drugs, some kind of public safety issue, no? I haven't found that it's a public safety issue. Irregardless, what is your expectation of public services in 2021 as... African-American people, formerly enslaved. I am a black woman. I am 62. So therefore, my perception comes from my journey. And my journey tells me that here in Clark County, what they managed to do is to create these behavior programs as, as if it is an alternative option for public schools. And it meets the basic requirement for the maintenance of effort of compulsory education, but yet it still does not meet the basic standards of receipt of federal dollars. Wow, what did I just say? I said it doesn't meet the basic standard of the receipt of federal dollars. As you know, we are all Americans, yet still if you're being denied access to program security, basically, you know, the curriculum and all the other services that are being provided in the regular school because you can't go 
And then just the way their legislation is written, it's written to con- continue what they're doing. They have new legislation now that talks about the responsibility of educators and how they get their training. But really what it does is it gives Nevada the authority to create some kind of unique license where people will work with children with uh, behavior problems or disabilities because there is no minimum for, you know, for working with these children. No, not here in the state of Nevada because they don't provide the data or the information that you would need to make a critical condition. I mean, decision, critical decision as to placement of your children. It's just kind of, uh, you need to understand that they use California regulations an awful lot to not use the law and the implementation as it is written under law in the state of California. That's not a joke. So let me look at this. Uh, I was reading this agenda that's going to be, you know, that was produced on Tuesday, December the 15th and 2020. But this article, I mean, this, let me just read this little piece to you. Sheriff Coroner, Coroner or Public Administrator Shannon Moon. SR 20-3633. Resolution authorizing the Nevada County Sheriff's to submit an application to the California the California Department of Parks and Recreation Division regarding voting and waterways to request reimbursement of voting and safety and cost of inform you know of the enforcement. But I mean, you know, this is under how they are actually, you know, providing local services and they partner with California, but I've not and I have failed to find the regulations that actually govern these programs that were created under alternative placement for children with disabilities or children in behavior programs. I mean, there's just no bottom line to the written regulations that demonstrate how the maintenance of effort actually happens for these people as there's no continual data collection. The people who are working with these children are not educational professionals and therefore they do not provide the type of a structured support that you would need to demonstrate a maintenance of effort receiving the federal dollars because you know they're using the regulations and the ordinances that come from California I'm sorry because Nevada Nevada just doesn't has not done the work period and so I mean the one waiver that I seen or that I was able to find that was issued in the state of Nevada was a waiver for food stamps and the food and nutrition program. I have not found any waivers that dealt with the reorganization that happened in 2014, in which they actually did have data that was collected, which demonstrated so few children having real educational options, but for them to continue on the same path in which they were and have been on all these, I mean, all these years, to have so many people who are providing services for children with behavior issues and these children may leave regular school at eight years old because they didn't have they had not met 
the kindergarten standards. I don't even understand how child fine happens here in Nevada as they are not providing any services under child fine, at least not for the general public because they have all these programs and program improvement. How can you have an alternative school and a program improvement status? How are they even meeting the basic guidelines to ensure the sustainable options happen for the programs that you actually create? And that exist in your state. Who determines the level of accountability in local communities and local schools is the local people. And if you don't understand local control and you've never participated in the political arena of how public policies are written and you just don't understand public policies are created to implement federal laws and statutes. That's what they create them for. So uh, when your people have been denied the opportunity to participate in the engagement of services that are being provided to their community members, people who look like them, I just see it as a problem. When you've been denied the opportunity to express your concerns about the failing services where you live as an American. But if you're an African-American, people can somehow just ignore what you have said. That's a form of discrimination. So if I feel that I'm being impacted by behaviorals, patterns of people who are employed with federal dollars, as we all don't you know in our lifetimes have paid I'll put it like that in our lifetimes have paid federal taxes because if you ever worked in America you participated in the process of compulsory services and educational options for people who live in your local community. How do you as an individual actually participate? What have you done in your lifetime? Even if you have children, how do you involve yourself in the maintenance of effort? And I have to ask this question because it's so true. So many black children are below basic, far, far below basic, and do not meet the standards of education for the state's curriculum guidance for age-appropriate you know, support. So if Nevada is going to continue to get the money, They must somehow move towards compliance in regards to providing public services to children in poverty. Ugh. It's so difficult to try to have a conversation with someone who never really had to share what they were doing legally as if it didn't violate public law. Because it does. Under the 14th amendment of the public, I mean, of the Constitution. And, you know, we can go and read that piece in the Constitution that talks about due process and equal protection. And then I have to ask you about the due process and transitioning children to alternative programs and how that due process meets the standard for the basic offer of a free and appropriate public education. As I can see the general impact for people attempting to participate in a program designed 
by the state of Nevada that was supposed to create educational options for all people. But yet and still, we can see how it adversely affects the African-American population. Why? Hmm. Why will we have the magnet programs? Because magnet programs were supposed to engage in push integration of public school systems and then to have subgroups of people break off and advocate for services under Victory and Zoom based on the English language learners additional services, monies that come to states when they have a lot of immigrants there's money available and that is just so true so what are we talking about? The federal government helps to provide support to local states and communities because we all understand that local states and communities and cities and counties, well, they're not generating enough money to independently be able to provide services to all the community members. That's how come we have the integration and immigrant services. I mean, you know, somebody needs to go back and listen to Arnold Schwarzenegger's you know, conversation about how he saw the insurrection or what was going on at, you know, our nation's capital on January 6th. So frightening when locally your voice cannot be heard as an African-American. I have witnessed there is an alliance for pastors that, you know, has been represented you know, in the public education arena for, uh, you know, I want to say a number of years here in Clark County. And the representation was that the pastors and the district would work with the pastors, but I haven't seen any meeting notes or anything as to how that ever transitioned. But I can tell you, I can truly assure you that the voice of the African-American community has not been heard because otherwise the process of placing African-American children in behavioral programs strictly aligned to support children with issues that would be covered under a 504 or an IEP and then to, as a state, to choose not to align the services or even talk about the maintenance of effort in any political, any political local control board meetings, we don't have any demonstration of the maintenance of effort of what they are doing in these harbor programs as the harbor programs are not aligned with Clark County School District. That's so true. It's not aligned there. And the, and the real deal is, is that irregardless of the alignment and it not happening, Black people are not allowed to have a conversation about just what is going on. And so as African-Americans are 31% of the population of the children in the harbor fam- in the harbor program, and I do say harbor, the reality is, is that we, the American people, need to check ourselves because it is the promise that we promise that we would oversee the public educational system locally. 
in order to be able to provide, you know, public input as to how public services are aligned and being provided to all community members. Yet and still, so many people do not have the level or even competency in regards to understanding the support that should be provided and the maintenance of effort that is required under the federal law to receive funding. Just basically that, just the federal law, just receive the additional funding from the federal government in which supports our local community as we are operating under the United States Census. I mean, everything is about the USA, right? But if you and never have participated in the structured process and never uh, actually learned about it, because I was a VISTA, so being a VISTA, I was trained by the federal government, not by local community members, but actually by the federal government. Because under the Corporation National Community Service, you know, your training comes from the federal government. And what you actually have an opportunity to do is to help organize and position people who write grants, large grants, to help promote social change and social structure. And so, therefore, if you go to the corporation's, what is the Corporation of National and Community Services website, you too will be able to find um, grants that were written by so many people living within all of our 50 states. And those grants were granted through the federal government, through the Corporation of National Community Service, and they help states to help themselves. And so what they do is kind of like, it's an amazing process, is that you can apply in any state that you would like to work in as a as a, an AmeriCorps or as a VISTA or as, a, as under the senior courts, you can apply. And, you know, and then they have NCCC, which is NCCCC, but it happens to people write grants and they actually do physical, young people do physical work and labor and helping to create programs for sustainable options for local communities. My goodness, we're only talking about sustainability, but what is actually working where you live? That is the question that you need to be able to answer when we continue to have dialogue about public schools and public services is locally, what's working? And then if you find yourself in a situation where nothing's really working, perhaps understanding that the responsibility is yours to try to analyze and share your concerns about what's happening locally in public schools for who are we talking about? Public people, right? It's real. I mean, how is it that, you know, how is it that um, we, the American people, are being denied the opportunity to share concerns about services that are happening with our local community. Because see, you know, this is where the line is drawn. People locally have a right to complain to 
their local officials. But when the local officials continue to ignore you as an individual, well, then, you know, you just appeal to the next step and you appeal to the state. And if the state doesn't understand that their obligation is with, to you as an American citizen, well, then you can appeal to the federal government. And I believe that that's where I am in my process of understanding what has gone and what has taken place here in Clark County, Nevada, in Clark County School District, is the ability for them to dump children who are not at grade level or who did not have an early start because the juvenile halls actually place children in livable places, you know, out away from their homes. And they pay for that through their harbor program. But the harbor, I have not seen the MOU between the harbor and Clark County, but quite frankly, I don't know if it exists. I do understand, however, the fake fallacy of scholarships for people who are being denied services in their homeschool and being transitioned to a program as if if that program is providing additional support where it has no maintenance of effort, yet they're doing it under the auspice of special education or a 504 or a placement of a child with a disability. It's just so truly disturbing because these programs have been created and are continuing to operate. But what we need to understand, this is a slippery slope. And America was created by immigrants, all immigrants. And they're still providing service to immigrants. But listen to me when I'm talking about immigrant status. I'm saying that people who come here from foreign countries have rights to the same thing that you have as an American citizen. But As an American citizen, being born in America, if you don't understand the value of the offer of a free and appropriate public education and your offer of faith has become disguised as a a scholarship, my goodness, you're going, it's a scholarship. Scholarships are say they're supposed to be benefits, quite frankly. And I don't see how a scholarship to a harbor program is a benefit if the harbor program cannot provide the data and the sustainability of how they're utilizing those dollars and how the continuous pathway to the prison pipeline has not been, you know, it hasn't even been touched. And then when you're looking at in data for Nevada or Clark County, Well, they just have zeros in the data that they submit to Washington, D.C., the Department of Education. So I'm not a fool. You know what I'm saying? It would not be my children, but who am I to try to convince other people that failure was not the intent behind public education? And the concept of what is public education here in Nevada I am confused when so many children in poverty are transitioning from program to program, which are alternative programs where their attendance is probably not even being counted as their attendance is remaining in their home school. It has to be that way. Otherwise, 
they wouldn't get enough dollars to continue the way they fund schools here. Because the way they fund schools is by per pupil, yes, but every pupil generates the same dollar, regardless of their status in life. So it doesn't matter if you have a disability, it doesn't matter if you're Title I, it doesn't matter if you're rural or urban, every child, when it comes down to it, the Nevada Department of Education allows the dollars to be, you know, equally parted up. Okay, now we're going to talk about where you live and how services are being applied. Because, you know, how they decided to deal with magnet programs is that they put them in higher poverty areas. But the concept of magnet was for to in, encourage this, what, integration? Integration. You know what I'm saying? So if immig- integrating the schools in your local communities, this became the race thing. And people participate by race, but yet and still, there is little or no disaggregated data. And if it is disaggregated, it is not provided to the general public. And just the mere fact that the inability to communicate with community organizations that are generating funds to help create sustainable options for everyone. And then there's just so many hands in the pot, so many nonprofits here. Who do you, who do you talk to? Because they're all getting money for the failed services that are being provided. And when you talk to someone, they tell you it's above their pay grade. What is their pay grade? If, you know, what is what is sustainability when it comes to using Title $1? How do they demonstrate the maintenance of effort when it comes to targeting the support for the children who are placed in program improvement schools? If they're in schools, what is the difference between the schools or the alternative programs and the, how they collect data and transfer that data to the federal department of education because as they are responsible for providing data and the demonstration of maintenance of effort and children who are neglected and delinquent or who are homeless or who are you know coming from high poverty families it just doesn't matter when you have a whole series of public meetings with the commissioners that are uh, deciding on the per-pupil allocations for all per-pupils are coming from rural schools. And they're the ones that are stealing because they're the ones who have programs that are getting money that they shouldn't have, quite frankly. And that's just real. But when when you sit there and you listen to people who can talk about underfunding schools of higher poverty institutions or placements or whatever, wherever the children are, then I have to ask you, what are we really talking about? Because these are lifetime moments where people are being denied services and when it takes them so many years to catch up for what you have done as a matter of judgment for the 12 years that they began this journey. Well, I'm going to tell you, the importance of living in America is to empower yourself. And you empower yourself through a collection of data or reading books or actually living life. But if you're living life, 
your trials and tribulations and the challenges are where you're supposed to be based on the universe. The universe is all about the betterment of man. But if it's not, it's about selfishness and all of these other things that are so dysfunctional. But guess what? America is just America. And it has to do with the voices of the people who are demanding accountability as you see things changed in Georgia when Stacey Abrams got involved and was willing to commit her time. What are you willing to do to commit your 10 minutes or half an hour every day to ensuring that we, the people, are relevant when it comes to public education and the maintenance of effort and the outcomes of what's happening to our people as Americans. So I'm down to 28 minutes. Oh my goodness, my time is almost over. But until we meet again, like, subscribe, and follow me on Anchor, on YouTube, on Facebook, on Instagram. I mean, you guys got to get out there. You have to, it doesn't have to be me, truly. The federal government provides enough information to allow you to create a pathway for your children. My advice to you would be to get a full educational evaluation, determine where your child is, and then request those services and then monitor them. Until we meet again, this is Darlene Anderson signing out on Anchor. Thank you.